The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones and Ling Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoit with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, and Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931 381 2663 or visit mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good morning and welcome in to this Tuesday edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. I am Chris Yao, joined as always by Mo Patton and JP Plant with you here. Happy to be here on this Tuesday. A little bit warmer outside today, guys. A little bit warmer outside. We'll take it. Certainly not arguing with it. No, no. Uh, although last time it was a little too warm, <laughs> it was a little too warm. <laughs> uh, There's you, that. You got to be careful. It gets too warm and it's tornadoes. <laughs> got to watch out for them naders. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, guys, Mo, how are we doing this morning? Doing all right. Um, Actually got to sleep at a decent hour last night, which um rare. Kinda kinda made for some production issues this morning, but but you know. A little give and take. You know. But I'm good. I'm good. Ready to get after it. JP's working hard this morning. Feverishly. I don't even know. I feel like I live a fever. Not the bad fever, but it is a the last feverish. few days have seemed to be a little feverish. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the um, in, in a good way, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a, a, I'm I won't okay argue with that. with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Been a lot of fun. So yesterday we talked about, obviously, all the, the Super Bowl stuff and, and whatnot, but I'm really excited because today, and that's what that's what we were supposed to do, is talk about commercials, mm-hmm. and we're going to do that right in Top Five Tuesday. But we were going to give an extra little extra time for that, and uh, so really curious to, to get your thoughts on those because obviously that was an interesting part of the game. It usually is, uh, especially when, as it turned out, perhaps the most interesting part of the game. I saw a tweet from Miller Lite that said, you know, no commercial from us this year. After 2020, nobody's forgot there's beer. 
Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, well, that was interesting. That's inaccurate. Inaccurate, yes. Um, but I'm I'm really curious to, to to get your guys' thoughts on some of these. So I'm I'm, I'm excited that we'll be in uh, the the second hour. We'll talk about those commercials. We'll give you our top five from the Super Bowl over the weekend, which was, by the way, the lowest-rated Super Bowl viewership-wise since 2007, only 96.4 million viewers. That's odd to me. With everything that that was surrounding that Super Bowl, that's an odd number to me. Now, in light of the way it played out, I understand it a little bit more, but... And I wonder if folks started watching it and then turned it off. Well, part of that, too, is they didn't get the – because they're able now to get the ratings from bars and restaurants that have big gatherings. Um, Didn't have that, obviously, as much. So that took a hit a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, That that was expected. They were projecting a little bit lower rating. Lowest since 07, though? uh, I don't know about since 07, but they were expecting a lower rating than the previous two or three years uh, because of the pandemic and because of those group gatherings. That you're not having. Because, you know, at at individual houses, you have no way. I mean, that just that counts as kind of one household. Mm -hmm. But the way they do the um, uh, the metrics for bars and restaurants, whatever your capacity is, they can kind of add those numbers in there. And so that's where they can really get a, a better idea of group watching. That makes sense. They didn't have that this year. That does make sense. That's what I'm here for, fellas. That's why you make the big bucks. Yeah. Still, though. Yeah. It's it's surprising because I thought, you know, I, I really thought that pandemic and not having had sports from the spring and summer a major sports championship you know it just felt like you know feels like it should be or should have been more brady brady mahomes maybe maybe those folks that didn't watch knew that kansas city's offensive line was going to be garbage (laughs) i almost envy we should have told us yeah i almost envy those And Mahomes is having surgery on his toe now. So, and you could see him limping at times between plays. Yeah, you could see him. (laughs) Yeah. When he wasn't, you know, parallel to the ground throwing darts to the end zone for what should have been touchdowns twice. I tell you, I, I don't want to be captive of recentism or anything like that, but has there been a better performance? By a quarterback in a losing effort in the Super Bowl? I mean, just in terms of the plays that he tried to make. Yeah, I mean, he was – he didn't get much help. He didn't get much help from his offensive line. And their receivers receivers had what I would think from having watched them over the course of the season, some pretty uncharacteristic drops. Very. Anyway, it's tough. It's tough. We're going to have to get over that. We are. Because it was, <laughs> it was, it just, it was not the game that we expected or wanted. 
Yeah. I mean, when we talked on Friday, all we were saying was we just wanted a good ball game. That was not it. And that was not it. You're correct. We do have a good show for you. We have uh, Charles Pulliam joining us in the next segment from the Williamson Herald. We're always excited when we get a chance to visit with with Charles. Um, we will talk in the second hour with uh, Tennessee State football coach, uh, head football coach, Rod Reed. And had, had some interesting staff additions here as they approach Ohio Valley Conference spring football play in what, two weeks now, Chris? Three weeks? Um, yeah, it's pretty – no. It's next – it's the 21st. So a week oh, from Saturday. A week from, week from Sunday. Or Sunday, I mean, yeah. They will tell you, they will host Jacksonville State. I, you going? I, well, I guess we're going to ask them if it's on campus or Nissan or where it will be. Mm-hmm. But uh, you going? If at all possible, I will be there. I mean, after yesterday's afternoon events, who knows? <laughs> but if there's any chance that I can see Jacksonville State and Tennessee State, I'm going to watch, mm-hmm. no doubt. Also, um, apparently. We have royalty in the building this morning. I mean. Pretty much the father of sports talk radio in the Nashville slash Middle Tennessee market. George Plaster is in the building. And um, if his schedule and hours allows, we will probably have him on Mike's side at some point during the second hour. That would be nice. So That would be nice. I, you know, I hadn't thought about it much, Mo, about – how you characterized it, but I think that's pretty accurate. Um, you know, was there sports talk before he came? Probably. I'm sure there was. Um, but it wasn't on FM. And look what became of of that. Of of all of that. There are now two FM sports talk stations in the Nashville area. F- full FM. You know, everybody's, you know, AMs have FM translators, but there are two full FM stations now. Um, there's another one that is an AM with FM translator. So there are at least three big-time sports talk radio stations in the metro Nashville area. And uh, it did all kind of start with, uh, with Sports show, Night. With Sports Night. Yep. Sports mm-hmm. Night. Yeah. I love that name. <laughs> was there inspiration uh, for that name? No, from, uh, no, I got the inspiration from Aaron Sorkin. Oh yeah, that's that's where I came up with it. You know what? He may have as well. Although he started before, yeah, I was about mm-hmm. to say Aaron Sorkin may have taken it from that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, real quick, we're uh, we're up against our first break, as we sometimes do. Get a little long winded in the first segment. That's no, okay. Not us. That's okay. It's okay. Um, so let's go ahead and give you um, our rundown here. But you got to give me just a second, JP. Mm-hmm. Gotta, I'm just waiting on you, waiting for the signal. When is the signal? What is what is our signal? We've never the, the we, signal. It's quite simple here, Chris. Let's get to today's rundown. That's uh, and you're you're sure like that's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just making sure like. That we're in the we're in the, the 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 same realm of on the same. It's time page. for today's rundown. rundown. 
that's what we're going with? Yeah. Let's, let's try it out. You want to try it out? Whenever it's time. Yeah. Well, yes, it has to be time. Because there, there is a specific time. Don't, We're don't, still searching for that yeah, time, but there is a <laughs> No, there's a time. Okay. Don't, don't pump fake us. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get to today's rundown. This is the rundown. This is your Tuesday rundown. It's brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, member FINRA, slash SIPC investment advice offered through IFP Advisors LLC DBA Independent Financial Partners a registered investment advisor IFP and Grow Live Give are not affiliated I'm so glad you do that read <laughs> in Monday's girls basketball action Coffee County defeated Lincoln County 54-32 Columbia Central's girls went on the road and fell at Lawrence County 53-43 it was Tullahoma 33 Shelbyville 29 McEwen defeated host Kalioka 44-30. Houston County was a 61-24 winner over Santa Fe. Spring Hill fell at Page 43-35 and Summit bested Indy 45-9. In boys action Monday night, it was Lincoln County 67, Coffee County 57. Columbia Central goes on the road, gets a 61-41 win at Lawrenceburg. Shelbyville 73, Tullahoma 60. In Class A action, it was Hampshire 43, Frank Hughes 40, McEwen 72, Cullioca 50. Santa Fe was a 61-43 winner over Houston County. And in 11 AAA action, it was Franklin 83, Independent 70, and Page 71, Spring Hill 58. In the Division Two District 3 Tournament Opening round, Middle Tennessee Christian School defeated Zion 62-30. Yes. Um, Over the weekend, Columbia State softball split a pair with Roan County. I'm sorry, with Roan State. Um, The Lady Chargers won 7-3, fell 17-9. No, they won 17-9. They swept. Oh, I'm sorry. I misread that. Lady Chargers swept Roan State, 7-3 and 17-9. There we go. Columbia State baseball split with Roan County. With identical scores. Falling 12-1 in the opener and winning 12-1 in the nightcap. Whatever. There we go. (laughs) Oh, in tonight's schedule in 8A action, it's Huntland at Cascade, Eagleville at Fayetteville, and Cornersville travels to Moore County in a triple-A action. The only game on the slate is... Franklin County's boys at Columbia Central. That game can be heard on WKRM and on WZYX. In 11 AAA play, Spring Hill plays at Centennial. Independence travels to Dixon County. Page is at Ravenwood. And Franklin will play at Summit in a game that can be heard right here on 1017 FM. Mike Epley and Justin Lamb, Mike side. In 11 AA action, Fairview hosts East Hickman. In 12 AA action, it's community at Giles County. Marshall County travels to Murfreesboro Central. Forest is at Nolansville. Summertown will host Collinwood, and Loretto travels to Wayne County. In 12A action, Perry County goes to Frank Hughes. And in Division 2A District 3 tournament play, all girls games, BGA goes to Christ Presbyterian Academy. Grace Christian of Franklin travels to Middle Tennessee Christian. Franklin Road Academy will play at Providence Christian. And the Columbia Academy Lady Bulldogs travel to top seed Webb of Bellbuckle. 
And that is your Tuesday rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. When we come back, we will talk to Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald, get his thoughts on the weekend's action and what's coming up this week, and probably talk a little bit about that 11 AAA mess in the middle (laughs) for district tournaments. So all of that and more, Charles Pulliam, when we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We are live this morning in the TriStar Sports Radio headquarters here on West 7th in Columbia, Tennessee. But we welcome in our friends down at WZYX in Winchester, Franklin County, Cowan, all of the... Deckard. Deckard. Huntland. Everywhere. All of them. All of them. Welcome in. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Ten minutes ago, my dad asked on Facebook Live, which, by the way, we are on Facebook Live, if you want to watch the show, even though we certainly are, you know, radio faces. (laughs) It is what it is. Uh, He asked me, he said, I'm not sure what he was specifically asking about unless it was just in general he said why are hats worn and i don't know is he talking about our hats i don't know if he was talking about our hats or if he was talking about something that we were talking about and i don't remember necessarily hats being part of it but i'm just comfortable in a cap Uh, right i mean i like i personally i don't wear them every day get off me chuck (laughs) <laughs> why are hats worn because i have a bald spot Dad, <laughs> which you're aware of because you gave it to me oh this is this is genetics zinger 
I had no choice in the matter. I'm not trying to cover anything up. I've got gray hair. I've had gray hair for more than half my life at this point. And mm. So, yeah. but it's not turning loose, so I'm good with it. So typically at this point, we would be joined by Charles Pulliam. Unfortunately, we are still efforting to get him on the line. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate for you, our listeners. So until we are able to get him on. And hopefully we will because we'll keep efforting. Yes, we will. Let's talk a little bit about last night when uh, when I went. I, I had to go home, guys. I had to go home because my wife is pregnant, as many of you know. She was having, quote, irritating contractions. That's what the doctor called it. <laughs> That's an them. appropriate name. To, to which she said, tell me something I don't. Duh. <laughs> they are contractions. Yeah. And they're very irritating. And they are irritating. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, anyway, so I left and I didn't get to go to a ball game last night. Well, about eight thirty, I'm scrolling Twitter as one does, and and I came across a tweet uh, from Russell Venazzi over at Main Street Preps that he was covering the Henry Hine Cup Finals. Well, it just so happens that Independent Spring Hill was in the Henry Hine Cup Finals, and I just so happened to live a quarter mile from the Ford Ice Center. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought, I jumped up and I said, babe, I'll be right back. Not right back, <laughs> but like in the next 30 to 45 yeah. minutes. Okay? Because so right back is never right no. back. So I get there in the... With five and a half minutes to go in the third period, Independence was winning three to one uh, over over Father Ryan, and they were up three one going into the third. Father Ryan scores twice in the third and forces overtime. So I got to see a little bit extra, got a little see a little bit more. And than you I, were a little less right back i was a little less right back that's correct because they they play 15 minute periods in uh in high school hockey and here you know this is weird they actually switch sides for overtime Hmm. and i thought that was odd i don't know if they do that in i don't think they do that in the nhl Hmm. i think i think they stay on the same side that they were on so anyway Grant Williams, the Independence senior goaltender. Not the UT forward. Not the former UT forward, now Boston Second Celtic. Second year Boston Celtic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My goodness. When I tell you I walked in and looked at the scoreboard and he had – it was the shots on goal were like 38 to 17, and he had stopped 35 shots. <laughs> and it just felt like he – Kind of like Pecorine last night. I mean, defensively, just not much help as far as, or offensively controlling the puck, not much help. Uh, Independence allowed Father Ryan to control the puck most of the third period, but Grant Williams was incredible. And he was incredible throughout the entire overtime period as well. Mo, Father Ryan had 51 shots on goal in this game. And lost. And lost. Oh, was Wayne Gretzky Jr. playing for them? 
I mean, 51 shots on goal. That's a lot of shots on goal. And Grant Williams stopped. It's a lot of shots on goal to lose. And Grant Williams stopped 48 of them. Dude was a wall. An absolute wall. That's fantastic. Now, I also want to uh, give. Can the Perez call him up? Right? (laughs) I mean, he was was just absolutely fantastic last night. So, kudos to Grant Williams. Uh, Great job. And I guess we also should probably mention that uh, Father Ryan's goalie was a freshman who uh, I believe stopped 33 of 37 shots on goal. So well done to that young man, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, you got to be tired. <laughs> Oof. So, and it was a minute 52 to go. Like, I mean, it wasn't like a, an early overtime goal. It was, it, I mean, it was a minute 52 to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, Independent Spring Hill, they get a, they win the Henry Hine Cup, and there's a photo gallery on our website at sm-tnsports.com. Go check that out and uh, give them a, a shout-out, tweet it out, Facebook it out, whatever. Uh, we are now able to bring you on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline our friend Charles Pulliam from the Williamson Herald. Williamson Herald is locally owned, and it's the only locally owned print and digital media company in Williamson County. They've been the leader in local sports coverage for the last 15 years, and they are led by Charles Pulliam and Joe Williams. Their team covers prep sports from Brentwood to Spring Hill and Fairview to Nolansville, and if you want the best sports coverage in the county, no better way. Get it delivered to your email, check them out, or just subscribe to the print edition. comes out on Thursdays. Call 615-790-6465 or sign up on the website at williamsonherald.com. Charles, welcome in. Hey, fellas. How you guys doing? Better now. <laughs> we were we were kind of concerned about how we were going to fill 20 minutes without you, dude. Of, of high school oh, hockey. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> what I hear. I mean, there's always something to turn to. Lots of pivoting moves here. No doubt. <laughs> hey, man, you had a busy weekend. Yeah, well, like uh, likewise, man. It's uh, it's wrestling, wrestling mania on us, man. Uh, postseason for wrestling is always one of my favorites, and we kicked it off with uh, dual state wrestling. I know you were you were at Summit. Got to watch the Spartan boys do some really spectacular stuff there. Uh, finished third overall in class AAA. I was uh, tied up in Nolensville and watched the Fairview High boys uh, win the school's first ever state title in team sports so pretty historic one there pretty fantastic for a lot of people out there particularly ricky jones who yeah has been there forever um exactly he, 40 he, plus years he was the athletics director out there when when i was working at the review appeal back in the late 80s so um congratulations to that entire athletic program but particularly to him exactly he was one of the guys that uh was there was there i mean it was it's a family affair anything fairview athletics and uh ricky was there uh chris hughes is there the football coach uh ricky at the end there was joking you know charles i've been doing this for you know some 40 plus years and uh i never thought i'd see it mm. is what he said uh really special and you know coach derek james derek there's uh created something similar to what pete miller's done and that's you know, building uh, a wrestling team through youth wrestling. So you're getting these kids in, you know, third, fourth, fifth grade, 
building them through a system. By the time they're freshmen, sophomores, they're making impacts on the team. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a process, seven, eight years in the making, but it's, it's paying dividends. Absolutely. And he's basically done it from the ground up and he's seen that done. You know, he, he was a wrestler at father Ryan. And, and so he's seen it done. And, and that's the way it starts. Like you said, is with the, with the young kids, you know, getting them into club wrestling before they get to middle school and then um, bringing them up through middle school. And by the time they get to the high school level, they know what it's all about. You know, their parents know what it's all about, the whole Mm -hmm, thing. mm -hmm. And and so everybody um, is bought in, which is very similar to what Pete Miller was saying Saturday after their third place finish. You know, it's it's a village. Yeah. Well, and it's – you get the – the experience that your older guys have there, and then you get the drive and that that push that those young guys, the freshmen especially, that have just been itching to get onto that stage and prove themselves, you get it all kind of wrapped into one. So a little bit of experience, a little bit of, of youth coming in there, just, you know, chomping at the bit, I think is the term that uh, Miller used, um, talking about his many freshmen in the lineup. And, uh, yeah, it, man, it's it just it's neat to see it coming because we know we got several teams doing that throughout the county and uh, a really bright future for everyone there, knowing that there's so many of these young kids too. Absolutely. Um, now that duels wrestling is over with region wrestling is this weekend. Um, region seven, triple a tournament will be Friday and Saturday at independence. Charles, you'll have to help me with um, <laughs> the a double a. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Lots, Lots happening. And then, of course, uh, the following week, we'll be hanging out in Chattanooga because we have uh, the AAA on Thursday, Division Two on Friday, and then the Class AAA on Saturday. So uh, three straight big weekends of wrestling, all the postseason here. Obviously, we've been, I've been to several tournaments throughout the season. I know you have as well, Mo, and it's just uh, it's that, that time where we just go wrestling back-to-back-to-back. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so you had wrestling on Saturday. On Friday, you got to see a really unique event and um, put together a fantastic video on it, by the way. Um, tell some folks about that. We've talked a little bit about it already on this on these airwaves. but um, Yeah. Well, I know earlier uh, last week you guys had both uh, Coach Jeremy Moore and uh, Jason Tigert on. Um, for the Franklin Centennial Chats, and they were talking about the honoring of the uh, Natchez Panthers, their final season, 1967, an all-black school in Franklin there. And uh, it, it's a really unique situation because both Franklin High and Centennial High, kind of they, they share the same same rich history from this school. So, you know, it's, it's more than 40 years there, 50 years ago now, but this school uh, has a lot of alums still around, and unfortunately we couldn't, have any of those folks join us this time around but uh uh, the start of a new tradition going on there where you're honoring uh the former all black natchez high and they did it with some throwback jerseys talked to a lot of the kids talked to some former coaches really special unbelievable sight to get to see some of the blue and gold replica panther jerseys out there both teams wore them it's it's the beginning of like i said a new tradition and i think it's only going to get bigger and better especially knowing that um, we've got some alums around and uh, they want to be a part of it. So both 
schools want them to be a part of it. But yeah, be sure to check it out. I mean, I made a little tribute video, hoop highlights video, and a nice story out there, photo gallery. It was uh, it was cool to be at Franklin High and see a bunch of blue and gold. The yeah. coverage wasn't very good, Mo. It was just it, it was mediocre, mediocre at best. My Slap, goodness, slapped together. My yeah, goodness, yeah, you could really tell. <laughs> If you all have not seen the video that Charles Pulliam put together on this, do so, and then be happy that you didn't have to pay for it, because it's 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 fantastic stuff and no great shock, you know. Well, the actual the fun moment really for that too was uh, right at right at halftime of the girls' game. I was able to talk with Coach uh, Anderson, uh, the assistant who really spearheaded this whole effort over the last three or four years. Um, Justin Anderson there, he's done a fantastic job. He, uh, he's followed uh, Coach uh, Darren Joins to Franklin from Beach after Darren took over the uh, uh, athletic director position for WCS. Uh, he stayed on with uh, Tiger and just a really great guy. His first thoughts of this was when they came to Franklin as uh, the coaches at Beach and actually beat Franklin that night, but he was walking through the Hall of Fame and uh, for the first time kind of learned about some of the rich history there because if you walk through there, you're going to see a lot of Nessus High, um, uh, you know, legends really walking through there. You're going to find your, your Fred uh, Fred Lane seniors, you name it. Those guys are up on the wall there, and they got their starts at Nessus High. And uh, so Anderson and I were talking and thought it'd be really cool to get both the teams together. So one of my favorite photos, and actually there's a couple video clips, is when I'm in the auxiliary gym uh, <laughs> trying to organize two full boys basketball teams in New Jersey to take a, a <laughs> posed photo. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a challenge, but it worked out really well. It did work out really well. I thought that was a fantastic picture, and um, this is going to be – it's going to get even bigger, I think, like you said, as we get the alumni mm -hmm. involved in it and that kind of thing. And so glad that you were able to be there for that. Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald brought to you by the Williamson Herald. Um, <laughs> and um, we really appreciate you joining us this Tuesday and you and Joe joining us every Tuesday about this time, Charles. And um, thanks for coming in. Yeah. Oh, I was looking forward to it. Looking forward to a busy couple weekends here, too. <laughs> Good luck. It's going to be absolutely nuts. Jam-packed. Yeah, sure. yeah. And jam-packed is the best way to put it. But we look forward to your coverage again on WilliamsonHerald.com. Again, if you are looking for the best sports coverage in print and digital from Williamson County, it's definitely Williamson Herald uh, and Charles and Joe. We appreciate it, man. Thanks so much, Charles. We appreciate your time. And we will talk to you in a couple weeks. Sounds good. We got uh, some ventiful news dropping in uh, in the county here too, about eleven thirty ish or so. So uh, yeah, watch out for that. Just saw that. That that's going to be interesting. Looking forward to it. <laughs> we'll talk, All right, guys. All right, later. See ya. Charles Pulliam on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. There, brought to you each week by the Williamson Herald. When we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, we have a special guest in the Parks Motor Sales Hot Seat. We'll be right back. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. 
Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Tennessee sports today, the sports talk show you've always wanted. If this is the sports talk show you've always wanted, then you didn't want much. <laughs> that's the that's the best way to put it, man. I have to say, my my dad kills me. I I wish you I wish you could see the Facebook comments that we get from him. It's so funny. It, I, I, I stay off the Facebook while we're on the show because I tend, sometimes I don't have my computer muted or whatever, uh, yeah. and, and so <laughs> I pull it up and all of a sudden we've got sound coming through it and it startles everybody, so I'm just I'm just not going to mess with it. Apparently you got your gray hair from dad, so just letting you know. That's what he says, and that's what we're, no, that's act, what we're showing here. Actually, so, yeah. I got my gray hair from my mom. She grayed early. I got my first one when I was 15. Oof. And... Like I said, I'm cool with it at this point. The only thing that would look funnier than me with gray hair would be me without gray hair. So I hear you. We're we're if, good. If you want to interact with the show, we are live on Facebook. You are welcome to comment there. We can throw your comment up on the screen, and we will be happy to interact with you. Got questions? Feel free to ask. If you have comments, feel free. We will certainly read those on the air. Joining us now. In the Parks Motor Sales hot seat, we have a legend. Mo, you you, you called him. Uh, what did what did you call him? JP, the, the father, the of father, not Nashville the Godfather, sl- but oh, just the father, the father of Nashville slash <laughs> I don't know. Tennessee yeah, Sports said, Talk Radio. I think he said the Godfather, but when he walks in here, he just calls him the father. I think he's a little scared of doing that. <laughs> no, the, come on, <laughs> Mo and I go back way too far for all this. Yeah. But um, we're happy to have George Plaster with us. Um, was visiting on some other business, but couldn't pass up the opportunity to put a mic in front of him. So, um, and the first thing he did when he walked in was he noticed um, Chris's Atlanta Braves pullover, which I thought was kind of ironic as it turned out that Chris is wearing that. And I just wore mine yesterday. You did. And and George's, um, if anybody knows, is one of the biggest Braves fans in the area um chris you're a great american hey you got look i have been i I was lucky i grew up when the braves were you know i grew up in the 90s so i was i was very lucky but my dad grew up in the 90s and and he never misses an opportunity to mention that right and i listened to you when i was four yeah exactly yeah yeah oh uh, he loves to tell people that I've been writing longer than he's been alive. That's a true story. Wow. <laughs> he, he, okay. 
I mean, it's it's factually accurate, so I mean, I can't even get mad right. About it does it. hurt when you hear it. <laughs> yeah. When when people come up to you and they're like, "I listened to you when I was eight, and I'm like, "Really? Thanks. You had to like, do that? Thanks. You're forty, yeah. but you know, I did. I did that one time to. Um, <laughs> so there to, you go. Oh yeah, we've all done it. Kaywood Ledford was this legendary, bigger than life play by play voice of the Kentucky Wildcats, and. <laughs> When I first started doing Vanderbilt games, we're in the same room, and he goes, so what's your story? And I looked at him. I said, I've been listening to you since I was eight years old. And he goes, did you have to do that? And now it's on the flip side. <laughs> it's on you. And, and it sucks. And now I know exactly how he felt. Yeah. Well, I've been feeling that way for a pretty good while. When you start covering the kids yes. of people you cover. Absolutely. And that kind of thing. So. Or, or Chris can't make it any worse. He tries, <laughs> but he can't. Chris, thank you so much. Yeah, I have to. I have to get my jabs in when I can because it's not easy being on radio with a Hall of Famer. I'm just saying. Well, as soon as you get one, tell me about it. Oh, we, we, I'll tell he, you. He doesn't know. You do not know. He doesn't know. Okay, Tennessee Sports Writers Association Hall of Fame member inductee 2021, Maurice Patton. Got to get, got to get Congrats. the elbow bump. Thanks, appreciate. Okay, it. so will they do a ceremony? Well, <laughs> that's a good that's question. a really good question. That's a good question because um, the 2020 class uh, that includes Tommy Bryan from the um, the Wilson Post and Teresa Walker of the Associated Press, and there's one more that I'm forgetting, and I apologize. Oh, Mark Weedmer from the Chattanooga Times Free Press. Good writer. Oh, great, great, great. artist as well, actually, but. Um, those three were supposed to have been inducted during our annual convention last summer that did not take place. So, you know, we're hoping to have a convention this summer where they will be inducted along with myself, um, Larry Taft from the Tennessean, and George Starr. And George Starr from the Cleveland Daily Banner and from Lee University. So, hopefully, we will actually have a ceremony, but... We are referring to ourselves, or others are referring to me. HOF. Yeah, yeah. I now have to sign autographs. I love it. (laughs) HOF 21. Yeah. It's it's not easy, but... Somebody's got to do it. For someone as as young as I am in this business, it's so incredible to work with Mo, who... Can he? He can call up anybody. He can call anybody. He's in, seen it all in Middle Tennessee, and we can put them on our show tomorrow. It's it's incredible. That was fun. That was we got that stuff was, going on using, all over the place. We're using phones stuff. for compu- for cameras, and sometimes that was <laughs> new. That's to, never happened yeah. before. <laughs> and it gets to all of them. Uh, yeah. Um, George, referring to your Braves fandom, mm-hmm. Friday night was a good night. Friday night was the best. <laughs> it's funny that it took the Dodgers signing Trevor Bauer to all of a sudden get Liberty Media to say, okay, we we got to pony up to a guy that, <clears throat> to me, is a make or break in their lineup. I mean, when they got Marcelo Zuna, the protection he gave Freddie Freeman was incredible. What was your comment? Freddie Freeman has been the National League MVP every year that Marcelo Zuna has protected him. Yeah, you're darn right. 
and uh, and he knows it. So I'm sure he was lobbying all along. I don't know what it took them so long to get this done about. You know, they keep saying. Well, it's funny. He didn't either because he said that. It's like we could have done this at the end of the year. Right. Uh, it, It sounds like he really didn't want to be anywhere else, which is cool. Oh, I think he fit into their clubhouse really good. From what I'm told, he's, you know, a, a guy that it, it, just fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, their locker room could use a little bit of that. They could because the Braves traditionally have been such a stoic team, and they they need that loosening up a little bit. Big and, time. And, and so, and I think it makes it more enjoyable for all of them, especially with all the young kids they've got. Yeah. They needed a veteran who mm-hmm. would have a little fun. Oh, but because that because makes it okay for them. Exactly. Yeah, to let the kids play. That's correct. Yeah. So, um, you're lobbying for one more move? Yeah, I, I mean, maybe two. I'd like to see them re-sign Mark Melanson, who did a, a way better job as a closer than I ever thought he would. When they right. first got him, I didn't think. I didn't think he had enough arm, uh, but, you know, he just throws that lollipop curveball and nobody knows what to do with it. And the other is Adam Duvall, who lives in Nashville. I've gotten to know him a little bit. Uh, everything I know about him, really good in the clubhouse. They've ignored a terrific year that this guy had. And, you know, at some point, they're going to regret this if they don't re-sign him. I think there was concern with the way he closed out the season. Yeah. But- in, and in a 60-game season, I think maybe that was a little bit more glaring than it would have been over 162 games because he didn't have a chance to snap out of it. But I think you're right. For what he has done in a Braves uniform, you could, you could, and they likely will, do a lot worse. So, Chris, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm guessing you're pretty good social media-ish. Okay. Sure. And, and it's gotten out years ago that, I'm not. <laughs> okay, so I now am on Twitter, and I'm hoping in oh, the next congrats. you know minute or two that you and the rest of Columbia, Tennessee, will go to George Plaster TN and, and follow me. Now, what it is you're following me for, I have no idea, but do you know who actually got me on Twitter Mo. about a year and a half ago? Maurice Patton. Mm-mm. No. Nope. Who, who you're, was it? you're never going to get it. Who? Jeff Francoeur. Oh, Frenchie. He's so, my hero. So here's the Absolute deal. Absolute hero. Seriously. Jeff and I are really good friends. We've known each other now for, I don't know, 12 years. And Jeff had sworn to me that he would never get into uh, <laughs> th- into Twitter. He, yeah. And so all he's of a great a sudden, follow. Oh, he's really good yeah. when, when he decides he wants to do it. And, and so, I don't know, it was about a year and a half ago. Two years ago, maybe somebody says, have, have you checked out? And I'm like, no. So I called him and I said, whoa, wait a minute. I said, you told me you would never do this. And he said, well, when the Braves signed me, they told me, you know. You had the, to. The, the company that represents Jeff said, you need to start doing this. And so from time to time, he's given me, he's sort of been my teacher to get me on Twitter. Three weeks ago, I made a bad mistake when the Capitol got bombed. I didn't know it. And so I, I do a video saying, here's what we got on the show today. It'll be a great show. Come on and join me. And oh. and all these people were like, this is totally inappropriate. And I didn't know what, what they were upset about. Well, 45 minutes later, I figured it out. And I went back on Twitter and said, listen, to anybody who's 
offended. I simply didn't know or I wouldn't have put the video out. And Jeff called me later and he was like, I, I, he said, I watched. He said, you handled that perfectly. So to my Twitter daddy, Jeff, if you're out there and I know you're not, thank you. Oh, that's a great story. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, right after this. The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their ortho-quick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back into this Tuesday edition. Seven minutes past the hour of 10 o'clock here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. We are presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Right now joined on the Parks Motor Sales hot seat is... George Plaster, as we are efforting to get Tennessee State head football coach Rod Reed on the line. Yesterday, Tennessee State made an offer to a young man from Hill, Hillsbur- Hillsboro. Yeah, they offered the quarterback. Uh, it appears they did. So, But there are some folks who are upset that uh, it's taken them so long. Well... And I imagine he's one of them because I think he had committed to Arkansas Pine Bluff. I'm not sure if it was – it may not have been making It may have oh, been okay. someone else. Okay. Whoever it was has Power 5 offers. So, yeah, it wasn't making. Anyway, um, yeah, we're efforting to get Reed on the line. It looks like we may have him here. George, what's – um? what do you th- – Tell us what you're doing now. What, what, what's what's going on in the world of, of George Plaster? Well, I do a show in Nashville from 2 to 4 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday, on uh, WNSR, which is 560 on the AM dial and 95.9 on FM. Got Watson Brown on with me, who is an absolute rock star. He is really good. Terry McCormick, as I call him, TitanInsider.com. 
and uh, that's what I'm up to. So what, I'm from I'm from Alabama, so I know Watson Brown very well from his days at UAB. Sure, uh, really enjoyed his time there. He, he 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 brought that program to a different level, and we're we're proud of what he was able to accomplish uh, on the South Side in Birmingham. So I'll that's pass pretty it cool. on to him. He's uh he, he's still a little bit of a legend there. I, you know, a lot of people expected. You know they, they they always expected UAB to not be very good, and he took them to that first bowl game, and and now they're really good. <laughs> and, well, and, it, and it's all thanks to him. Yeah, and he's a better person than he is a coach. Uh, he has been an unbelievable friend to me. Watson's a legend wherever he's been, man. Regardless of whether Tech. he's had success or not, you know, um, just because he's such a good person, like George says. I mean. The best. I, I, I won't have seen him in months or years, and and when I do run into him, it's like you know running into somebody you've known you've known all your life, and he's like that with everybody, and I think that's why so many people think so highly of him. He's just a great dude. It, it's hard if you don't like Watson Brown. It's something wrong. It's with something you. wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. Well said. No. Nice job. Uh, yeah. I mean, Hall there, of Famer. There, there are people that are like that, and, and he is certainly one of those. Again, I mean, he's not always been successful everywhere he's been. But he's taken some bad jobs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's that. I told him one time that'd be on his tombstone. <laughs> and it probably should be. It's, a, I mean, you know, it, it's okay. It's okay to take bad jobs sometimes. You know, if you, if you don't, have that ego of I can't fail, uh, then it's totally possible to do. That's Rod. Um, okay, yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> well, he may want to say hello to you. Well, you know have what? You Let's him? do it then. All right. I'm going to have to take the camera away from that's you, okay. George. That's okay. Like that's a big loss. Look, man, <laughs> this – this. <laughs> We we are trying something completely new, George. This is a radio show, as you can see. Yes. But our entire organization, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports, has been from day one about meeting our consumers wherever they are, whether it be the website, sure, Facebook, social media. We have a magazine. Right, all the stuff I don't know. It doesn't matter. Wherever you are, if you're a traditional radio listener, we want to reach you. If you are a new digital age reader of only online uh, news publications, we want to reach you. We have the print product of the magazine. We are completely different. And when you're watching us on Facebook or you're listening to this type of of, of thing happen and, and we're grabbing phones off of off of tripods, understand, guys, we, we're doing this because we want to find the best way to reach you and build our audience. And we appreciate you guys hanging out and, and hanging through some of these issues. We also want to find the best way to reach Rod Reed, and I think we found Finally. <laughs> I think we got him. We've got him. Coach, are you there? You, you got you got, got the kill of you, man. <laughs> we, we got we was him. going back and forth. I was calling in and Phil was going to voicemail. You guys were calling me. Maybe we were calling at the same time. We got him. We la- we Sorry we landed that. the big fish, y'all. Rod Reed, the um <laughs> football coach at Tennessee State University opens their Ohio Valley Conference spring season February twenty first against the Gamecocks. And Rod, I know you've got at least one fan in this room. 
who will not be rooting for you. Sorry, Coach. <laughs> Chris <laughs> Yao is a Jacksonville State graduate, Coach. Stay so. cocky. That don't make you a bad person. <laughs> coach, I wanted to have you on, and, and I appreciate you taking the time with us. By the way, George Plaster said hello. Hey, Rod. Hey, George. How are you, man? Good. Are you tired of dealing with Pogey yet? Oh, man, I'm telling you. He's a piece of work now, but that's my guy. <laughs> hey, you take care. It's good hearing from you. Thanks. Same to you. See ya. Um, as I said, we've got Tennessee State football coach Rod Reed on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. And, Rod, um, I don't know what kind of team you're going to have this year, but they're going to be well coached, it looks like, between Dominique Rogers Cromartie coming back to campus and um, – and Peerless Price joining the staff. Um, you know, y'all don't have Dion, but you got DRC and Peerless. Uh, what? Um, just take us through how that came about, both of those. Well, you know, Dominique had always expressed an interest in uh, in coaching, uh, so he got an opportunity. Uh, he, he's he's not doing anything right now, and he called and asked. You know, if, if he could come down and help out, and I said, sure. You know, uh, <laughs> you weren't going to tell him no, were you? No, no, no. I wasn't going to tell him no. So, you know, he comes down and he's out at practice every day in the film room with those guys, you know, uh, you know, just watching and observing and, you know, giving tidbits here and there. Coach Mott Smith does a great job with that corners. Uh, but, you know, for him to be able to just, you know, get some insight on, on just different things and what he's seeing out there really has helped these guys tremendously. And, uh, you know, Peerless is a guy that played the game at a high level, you know, in college as well as in the NFL, had a great career. And, uh, you know, the more, the more, uh, insight you can give these guys, uh, and, and when it's coming from guys of that caliber, it just gives it that much more credibility to these young guys. Because, you know, they've seen them play it at a high level, you know, and, you know, watched them on TV in college and uh, in the NFL. So uh, it's great to have those guys aboard to be able to impart on these youngsters. Absolutely, Coach. Uh, Coach Rodriguez on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Coach, when you – when you get the, the, the call, you know, that these guys want to be a part of your program, how does, how does that make you feel about your program? It certainly shows that it has elevated itself to a place where people want to be. Without question, you know, we, we got a good track record here over the last, I think 10 years, we've had got nine guys drafted uh, into the NFL and uh, it's an opportunity. Kids can come and play in a great city. Uh, you know, playing two great venues uh, that we call home and be able to go on the road and play in some great venues and a good conference, man. So uh, it's an opportunity to come and uh, uh, for those guys to come and be able to, like I say, impart wisdom on these youngsters and uh, allow them to showcase their talents to the best of their abilities. And uh, just to have them, you know, wanting to come and be a part, you know, what we're doing really speaks volumes to what we have done and uh, what we feel like we're capable of doing here in the future. Coach, you mentioned that DRC is working with Ahmad Smith, which um, some folks may or may not realize is a, another former TSU Tiger. And and I didn't I didn't realize Ahmad was with you, but I'm sitting here looking at your coaching staff now. You know, Shannon Harris is your offensive coordinator. He's an ex-Tiger. Um, 
Rico Council, your your linebackers coach, was one of the best linebackers you coached. You, you've got Ahmad, you've got Andrew Bather, um, and I, now you've got DRC. Talk about how special it is, and you can you can speak to this firsthand as well. Coaching at your alma mater for you and for these guys, man. You know it means a lot. You know you uh, you, you got a lot of pride in your alma mater, and it sucks. You know, when you, you don't have the – like you have the season like we had last year, uh, you want to talk about guys that have just been on the ground and recruiting, uh, you know, uh, work with their players and all of that. There's a lot of pride involved in what we're doing. It's not just a job to us. You know, it, it's uh, it's about pride in the institution, pride in the big blue. Uh, and, and all those guys have been out there on that field and, uh, you know, uh, sacrificed blood, sweat, and tears. And for them to be here coaching is an honor to them, and it's an honor for me to have them on the staff. And all those guys put in the work and the time to earn the right, you know, to be a part of the staff. So we're excited to have all those guys aboard. And it just means a whole lot to all of us to, you know, get this thing to a championship level. Speaking again with Rod Reed, the coach of the Tennessee State Tiger football program on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. And again, TSU opens its season February 21st against visiting Jacksonville State. Um, Coach, you got, where are y'all playing? We're playing in the hole. We're playing in the hole. Hell Stadium. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's going to be a lot of fun. I think that's going to mean a lot to a lot of folks. Um, spring spring football. Thoughts? Well, I'll tell you what. It's been a challenge, man, you know, especially – uh, with all the COVID restrictions and, you know, try, you know, we had, we get tested right now. We're getting, we're testing our kids once a week. Next week, uh, when the season starts, we'll start, uh, three day a week testing. We've actually done a really good job with our administration with the testing protocols and whatnot. You know, we're able to rapid test here on campus, but, you know, we've been using the PCR test down at Meharry. Uh, that's really been, we've really fortunate to have, you know, an opportunity to be able to test in three, three or four different sites here in the city. Uh, to be able to get results on a weekly basis. So we've done a really good job of managing it. Uh, you know, the biggest thing is the contact tracing. You know, once you get a guy that, that has a positive test. So, uh, you know, we've done a good job of it. Uh, it's a little different. You know, we, we've been out like yesterday we practiced. It was, I don't think it got above, you know, 32 degrees yesterday uh, uh, in the morning practice. So we practice in the mornings now. So we do have an indoor facility. But, you know, when you look at the uh, 10-day forecast, you know, it's supposed to be anywhere from 30 to 40, you know, when we play. So we got to get out in the elements, get used to our footing, you know, get used to, you know, catching the ball and hitting in the cold and all that good stuff. So it's been a challenge. It's been a little different, you know. Uh, uh, been some apprehensions in some in some places. You know, you talk about playing two seasons in one year, uh, so to speak. Uh, and, and for us, you know, we hadn't seen our kids until August, I think August the 11th, uh, since March of last year. So, you know, we've gone a long time, didn't have spring ball, didn't have any summer workouts. So it's been a challenge. The strength coach has done a tremendous job, you know, rounding these guys back in shape. So, uh, you know, you take all those things, you know, uh, uh, in place, and, and it's, it's just been challenging. But, you know, our kids are ready to hit the field and play an opponent. Uh, and, and, you know, we as a coaching staff chomping at the bit to get out there and, you know, hopefully we can go in this thing healthy. I think right now uh, going into an all-conference schedule, we're going to be the healthiest we've ever been going into conference play. So I feel really good about that, and uh, we'll see what happens. 
Coach, as I look over this roster, I see a lot of Middle Tennessee flavor, and I know that's something that, that you guys, you know, to steal a line from Josh Heupel, build a wall uh, around Nashville when you can, and uh, Middle Tennessee, how important is it to you and your and your staff to do that, to have that Middle Tennessee flavor? Well, you want to take care of home. You know, we do a lot of recruiting in the southeast, in Florida, Georgia, Alabama. Uh, you know, and we get a lot of players from those areas. But, you know, we want the top quality players uh, from the state of Tennessee also. You know, you look at guys, you know, like, uh, you know, Robert Myers, Chris Rowe, and Sherman Carter. All those guys are NFL players that were here for four years and had an opportunity to play at the next level. Uh, so we, we know that there's talent, uh, in Middle Tennessee, in Memphis area, West Tennessee, East Tennessee. Uh, we do a good job of getting out our, our coaches. Uh, we try to stay a year or two ahead in recruiting. Uh, it, it's been a challenge, you know, with all of the, uh, dead periods, you know, uh, we, we, everything's been done virtually now. So we've been doing a lot of Zoom visits, you know, talking to families and, you know, to, to some degree, you know, it's pretty good because now, you know, when you're when you're on the road recruiting, sometimes you can't get the parents at home. You know, you're only meeting with one parent. You know, you get on these Zoom calls, you get mom, grandma, cousin, sister, brother, <laughs> you know, all people that are, yeah, you know, everybody can join into that Zoom call. So uh, it's been pretty interesting, but, you know, we, we try to keep our recruits ties tight here in the middle Tennessee area. Six, five, two thirty. Who, who's, who's going to be your starting quarterback? Well, right now, you know, it's still up in the air. If okay. you can believe that, but, uh, Davion Bryan has done a really good job at the quarterback spot for us in this camp. Him and Isaiah Green, the kid that transferred in from Marshall. Uh, David Johnson is a kid on some flashes in camp. Uh, Heath Williams, there's a kid from Clarksville. He's uh, got a lot of reps. So we've been repping a lot of guys. You know, in this COVID era, you just don't know. So uh, we've been getting a lot of guys reps. You know, we've repped more young guys than we have, you know, traditionally in the past just because, you know, anything can happen uh, with this COVID deal. So, you know, you got to have a lot of guys ready to play, and it's going to be a little. But at that quarterback spot, we really hadn't, you know, solidified a guy, you know, just to uh, uh, who's going to be that starter just yet. We'll probably do that in the next week or so. But I can tell you, you know, we've had three guys that have looked really good back there at the quarterback spot. Does it concern you that you don't have a number one yet? No, it doesn't because here's the deal, Maurice. We, we didn't have spring ball last year. And, uh, you know, we lost, uh, we lost, you know, three quarterbacks, so to speak, last year with Denver Cross, Croft, Michael Hughes, and, uh, you know, uh, 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 Kylie, um, Rosendahl, you know, Rosendahl graduated. So we, we thought going into the spring, you know, we'd be able to get a guy, you know, you go through spring ball. Okay. This guy came out of the spring as a starter. We didn't have a spring. Our spring is really now, you know, uh, during this fall period, you know, we had a couple of days to get out there and then we shut down for 10 days. So you just hadn't had a chance to get a good look at those guys. That's one of the reasons why we felt important to bring Isaiah Green in because he's been a starter at Marshall for two years, and we know that he has some college football experience. But, uh, you know, now getting them out there on the field, watching them, uh, they're three guys that we feel confident that we can go in the game and play with. We just got to find that guy that's going to take us to the next level. 
It's going to be a lot of fun to watch this spring football season. I know I am excited, and especially for OVC play, which you will get started on Sunday, February 21st in the hole, 2 p.m. kickoff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Coach, thanks so much for taking some time with us today and talking about your team and what you guys are doing over at Tennessee State. Really appreciate you, and uh, good luck this season, except uh, in two weeks. <laughs> well, thank you guys for uh, having me on. I uh, appreciate the time that you guys have given us, and go Big Blue. <laughs> thanks, Coach. That's Tennessee State head coach Rod Reed on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, and again, they will play at 2 o'clock on Sunday, February 21st over at Hell Stadium. In Nashville, go check them out. It's, it, that's about five miles from my house, so I'm in. There you go. <laughs> I think I think we ought to be able to get you in. I know a guy. And we know a couple of guys. We, we, we know guys at both places, so we're in good shape. There you go. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about some Super Bowl commercials, and Top 5 Tuesday is our Top 5 Super Bowl commercials. So we got a lot to talk about on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee, Bone & Joint. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yamo, Pat, and J.P. Plant with you here as we approach the bottom of the 10. Oh, it is the 10, bottom of the 10 o'clock hour now. We're not approaching. We're not approaching. We've landed. <laughs> that eagle has landed. The yes. eagle has landed. Mm-hmm. Had a great, y'all. Can I just tell you this this show is absolutely just if you are listening to this show and you think it sounds just crazy it is it is and crazy good I don't even hate it like <laughs> I love the fact that guys you can tell that this none of this is is scripted I mean no. we we have a schedule that we that we try sometimes stick to <laughs> All right I'm going to bring in the air quotes Schedule, exactly. format, air quotes, if you're watching on Facebook <laughs> Live. and uh, it's a, Call it a rough outline there if you're you doing a research yes. paper. There you go. A it's, guesstimate. Yeah. And a, a path, a direction. <laughs> the last hour and ten minutes. <laughs> and sometimes minutes, we just get plumb off the rails. Yeah, that's right. The last hour and five minutes or so, trying to get Charles on, <laughs> trying, oh. getting, getting Rod on, having... 
the ability have to have George drop in. Have George drop in. I mean, you don't get drop ins like that very again, often. You don't. Again, <laughs> as the promo will tell you, you never know. You who's never know. Stop by. As Mo says, show me the lie. Point to it. It's not one. <laughs> There's not one. So it, it's a, it is so much that fun. That said, mm-hmm. though, yep. again, if if you've got a George Plaster this close, you don't not stick a mic in front of us. Absolutely. There you go. And that's that's what I love about this show. That's why I think this show is what it is. Uh, it's why I think you, our listeners, enjoy the uncertainty of what's going to happen. Are we going to have somebody call in and <laughs> yeah. right in the middle of the show? And If you don't listen, you might miss something. <laughs> and there's a yeah, lot. FOMO. FOMO. Exactly. Fear Dude, of missing out. So. Listen, I have the I have the worst FOMO in the world, Sarah will tell you. So <laughs> I do not like to miss out, especially on, you know, music or concerts or something like that. Speaking of calling in. Yeah. Oh, it's just a spam it's risk. It's just spam, spam risk. It's spam. Yeah. So much for the do not disturb. I, I, that blows my mind that, that your is do not disturb crazy. does not work. And that it rings on all of your phones. Well, they're all connected. And what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What Jay? are you going to do? I mean, that's, yeah, pretty well <laughs> covers it. Hey, real quick, um, uh, we can get into this a little bit more tomorrow, but I wanted to mention that Q Martin got his 1,000th point last night over at Lawrence County. Uh, junior. Junior Q, Q Martin. Martin. Yeah. So, so yeah. Well done. I, I would call him by his real name, but. I can't pronounce it. I don't know it. if I can pronounce it. And so we're just going to go with Q. Q it is. Yeah. JP, you had a, a thought yesterday. Just one? I did. And you wanted to oh, bring this pl- up. Please re- refresh me what my thought was. <laughs> you wanted what to- was I thinking? <laughs> what was I thinking once upon a time? You wanted to bring up something about a Super Bowl commercial and get our thoughts on it. So I'm curious what oh. that was. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. Um, one that was getting uh, some... Some play amongst some talk shows yesterday was the Jeep commercial with Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Okay. Uh, I caught it in the middle of it, um, but I understand the gist of what it was. Uh, Apparently, it was a two-minute-long commercial, and it was shot, ironically, a week prior. And it was set in the geographical center of the lower 48, a little community in Kansas, and there's a church at that location. Um, and the gist of the commercial was uh, it's time for us to get back to the middle just as a country. Just, you know, in general, let's get back to the middle, um, and that was the symbolism of getting back to the middle because it was a geographical center. Well, of course, there were people uh, politicizing this thing on both sides. Uh, because they they can't get to the middle? Well, because they're like, oh, well, that's Kansas. That's a red state. I don't, you know, what? and then the other side are, you know, well, what about uh, getting to the middle back when? Oh, now Trump, you want you in? Yeah, now middle. you want to come to the middle. What, what about when Trump was elected? I mean, there was it was just so politicized. And then there are those hardcore boss fans who apparently and I didn't realize this. He had um, refused to really tie himself to any advertising throughout his career. He just was like, you know what, my music speaks for itself. I'm not going to get tied to anything. And so there were those hardcore fans that were disappointed that he actually was in a commercial. <laughs> and and the, But the truth of the matter is that it spoke to where we are as a country 
because of the reaction to this commercial, it was the truth. And, and the reaction to yes. the commercial explains the commercial. commercial. Exactly. So <laughs> it landed, the commercial landed absolutely where it needed to go. It was a perfect 10 in its uh, pole vault, if you uh, want to make the gymnastics reference here. How about that analogy? Well, the, the, the commercial, <laughs> but it landed. It, it's, it, it's that classic case of a wounded dog, uh, a, a hit dog will holler. You know, I mean, yeah, right. the folks that are up in arms over that commercial are the ones that most needed to hear exactly that commercial. Yeah. So. Um, On either side, no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. And it, that is that is the that's the best thing you can do with a commercial mm-hmm. like that. It resonated. It yeah. resonated um, and well done. And so I, you know, I guess, you know, I'm a fairly optimistic person. Um, and so I'm guessing the fact that that it caused an eyebrow raise for those that hopefully perhaps may be on either spectrum, that they at least acknowledge that hmm. this was out there. Hmm. May, maybe that's a sign because you have to acknowledge stuff before you can change anything. Now, I'm not, you know... Um, I didn't think it was overtly political. I thought it was. I thought it was a grand, unifying message. Of course, and it's could, one of those things where you know, who doesn't like the boss? That's right. I mean, yeah, they picked as, I don't know, as benign a figure as you could have. Mm-hmm. Or well, something it's like it's, that. A, and, it's the perfect pick because Merle Haggard's not alive, but they're very they're very similar in their. Some people think their music is patriotic, and it's not necessarily meant to be patriotic. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so it uh-huh. resonates with both sides. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hear what you want to hear, kind of thing. Well, and and <laughs> or, or you misunderstand, or you it. misunderstand yeah. because you want to hear it that way. I mean, uh, apparently, go, in, go, go listen to "Born in the USA" if you want to know where Bruce Springsteen stands. This is my point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, in his uh, one of his memoirs or book he wrote, he talked about that that. You know, it's ironic because, you know, he relates to the, quote, working man, mm-hmm. um, sings songs about the working man, yet he said he's never worked a day in his <laughs> life because he got into music so early, mm-hmm. uh, not to say that he didn't work hard. And if you go to a concert, nobody outworks Bruce Springsteen yeah. at a concert. It's three nonstop hours of just full-on energy entertainment. It's fantastic. I think when he says he's never... Somebody's never seen Eric Church. Sorry. I I think when he says he's never worked a day in his life, I think that's that do what you love Love. and you never work a day in your life. Because, again, he he gets after it. But at least he's he's aware of that... persona and that tag mm-hmm. he, he's aware of it and the in the little bit of irony that that lies within uh, but uh yeah it was just interesting um and uh, you know i'm a little biased with jeep too because i've owned a couple of jeeps so you're biased I, against them no i really <laughs> who's owned a jeep. miss i really miss my jeep i want another jeep uh, so I was that made me feel good as someone who supports that brand, which ironically here's another irony is owned by a, um, an international company. But it's Jeep is quintessentially American. It really is the brand itself. What it is is quintessentially American, and that was another thing. There were some people that were saying, "Well, it's owned by Fiat. How dare somebody from outside this country try sure. to tell us where we need to be?" Yeah, 
I, I get that too. <laughs> but I, you know, it, it was interesting. I, that is probably getting a large majority of the the talk, at least in some talk circles. Reaction um, from an entertainment standpoint, though, uh, there were there were a few good ones. I think I agree. I think Sunday night, though, is or was kind of a prime example that people that want to find something absolutely to be upset about yeah. can find it. Ding 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 ding. Yep, ding, that, ding, that's the whole thing. Got a winner. Tell him yeah. what he's won, Bob. Yeah, and 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 I think that goes to our um, our news consumption. In this climate, as we speak, you can entertainment. You can news. go find the news that suits you. The news you want to hear. The news you want to hear. You can go find it. There's a place for you out there, um, which is great. The problem is, except JP. Let me tell you where it's very rare yeah. that you find news in the middle. Uh, yes, are, there, it is it's, difficult. It's much more difficult to find news in the middle. Middle doesn't sell as well as <laughs> the far left or the far right. Exactly. Um, so it's it's it, you know it's fine for what it is it's entertainment just be aware that there is entertainment value being pushed in what is behind some of the things and the angles that they're going anyway so just be aware that I think that's the problem and people don't read newspapers anymore because of various reasons um and so there's just a void of traditional middle credible news out there i need tom brokaw um yeah like i i need walter cronkite i mean i need that type of voice and and there are some out there there are out there there, there's 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 just so many others out there that those aren't as prominent as they used to be and and the the ones that are out there are so much louder Mm -hmm. i mean where's dan rather when you need him he's on twitter (laughs) um really well dan rather and george plaster both on twitter (laughs) And wow, where we go? <laughs> Do you know how much a thirty-second ad during the Super Bowl costs? Um, I understand that two-minute commercial was like ten million dollars. So I'm guessing two and a half million for a thirty-second. No, a thirty-second ad. You're gonna get you're gonna get a little bit of a discount for for, buying for two, two minutes. minutes. Okay, what so is we're it, looking at million? seven and a half, five point five million for thirty seconds. For thirty seconds. Was it worth so it? Ba- so basically, the people that are advertising don't need to advertise. That's correct. If you're listening out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and on top of that, fewer people watch the Super Bowl than any in the last 14 years. So they are probably feeling like they didn't get their bang for the buck. That's and, exactly uh, what they're I don't thinking. know. That, it, uh, but you yeah. were on the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's relative compared to the last 14 years. But you think mm-hmm. about within this last year, in today's in, in today, there is no other way to get that big of an audience in one place. Mm-hmm. But, but, remember, it doesn't matter how many people watched the Super Bowl because it's Tuesday and, and we're, we're talking about talk- commercials. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and we're going to talk about them more. Correct. So that's kind of where you have to get into it as well, is it's not just the Super Bowl. It's people talk about the commercials uh-huh. from it's the Super event. Bowl yeah. as as long as they talk about the Super Bowl. So here you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, we will talk about 
our top five commercials from Super Bowl 55. On Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stay tuned. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk show you've always wanted. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. It is time to bring you our Top 5 Tuesday, brought to you by Mid-South 5 Fitness, with locations in Franklin and Columbia. Give our friends over at steelathletes.com. A visit, give them a call, 931-215-5633. That's steelathletes.com right here in Columbia. Best way to keep your New Year's resolution alive. All right, it's time for the top five Super Bowl commercials of Super Bowl 55. We said yesterday that um, at least Mo and I, did you ever go back and watch the Oatly commercial, JP? Uh, I did not. So congratulations, uh, you didn't miss anything. Okay, all right. Is that is that on the list of the worst? Mm-hmm. Awful. Okay. All right. So I think that I don't think that's on the list. I think that is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the list starts and ends with that. This is Oakley. The sunglasses. Oat. Oatly. Oat. Oatly. Like milk. Oat milk. Oat milk. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Oat milk. Oat. Milk. Okay. All right. You guys got any uh, any honorable mentions? I do. What you got? Um, I got the Uber Eats, Wayne's World. Okay. Mm. I got, and this was tough. I really like that Anheuser Busch, let's have a beer commercial. Their 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 typical sentimental one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, and the um. The Jake from State Farm with Drake. Okay. Walk-ons don't have lines. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. I don't have any 
honorable mentions other than well, I guess I'll, I'll give it. I'll give the one to Sexy Alexa, Michael B. Jordan. That was pretty good. That one, but uh, there there were people that I was watching the game with that thought that one should have been in my top five. I don't know why they thought Sexy Michael B. Jordan should have been in my top five. It's but, but, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it was funny. All right. JP, you got five. Yeah, I got. I got um, you got uh, honorable mentions. He- hearing honorable mentions, um, it shifted a couple of things. The uh, sexy Alexa that was in my top five, but I pushed it out based on a couple of things, and also the Cheetos with Mila Kunis and um, um, what's his name? Shaggy? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. That's your. That's yeah. honorable mention. It wasn't me. Okay. All right. Number five. <laughs> Number five, uh, going me first, uh, Anheuser-Busch. I'm glad you brought that up. Let's have a beer. I do like that one. That's my number five. My number five, and there were two commercials featuring this guy. But um, the Rocket Mortgage, Tracy Morgan commercials. I'm pretty sure. That's my number five. Pretty sure. Yeah. Um, My number five was the Sesame Street DoorDash commercial. (laughs) The first one I saw... I think the DoorDash and Uber Eats commercials with coronavirus, they're going to be the new beer commercials. They're going to be the ones competing against each other for the next few years, and it's going to yeah. be really cool to watch. Yeah. Those are those are, those have, are big companies. Okay. And talking about taking advantage of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, uh, the Jake from State Farm with Drake. I had forgotten about that. I'm glad you mentioned that because that, that, was, that was classic. Yeah. Yeah, walk-offs don't have lines. Yeah. My number four is um, another sentimental type commercial, the Toyota commercial with the um, Paralympic swimmer. Hey, Mo, you're putting all the good ones. Yes, that is a great one. I actually saw her on TikTok this morning talking about her story and saying it was really cool that, you know, they they really captured her in, you know, in her her element. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. What's your number four? My number four was Vroom.com's No Torture Sales. Mm-hmm. For the cars, the car sales, where he flips, <laughs> he flips up from the from the torture chair uh-huh. to yeah. like his to his living room. Yeah, yeah, okay. so that was good. That was one. That was one of my favorites. That was good. Having sat through some of those torture sales, right. yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. All right, uh, number three, and um, by the way, I have to add that Toyota. And I guess in my honorable mention, take note that was a fantastic commercial. Number three, um, a child of the nineties, Wayne's World. Seeing them, um, no matter what they were doing, I had to put that in my top five. That's my number three. I have to amend my honorable mention because when you mentioned TikTok, it reminded me of that Scott's Grass commercial <laughs> with John Travolta dancing on the on its grass or whatever, and somebody saying, "Don't be ticking and tucking on my on my grass." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was that was a top five candidate. Yeah. Should have been in my honorable mention. My number three. Was the DoorDash Muppets the first? Com- that was the first that, one I yeah, saw that, as well. Yeah, that's my number three. That Anything with the one. Muppets is is going to be pretty good. My number three was Five to Nine by Dolly Parton. I was scrolling through to try to refresh myself, and I missed that commercial. I would like to go watch that because I bet it's, it's good. good. It's I good. bet it's good. So I, unfortunately, I can't speak to it and put it in my. Um, Mine, but uh, apparently it was pretty good. All right, we're number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was kind of broken up, but the full package of this commercial, the Frito Lay with Marshawn Lynch, um, was the night before Super Bowl. 
yeah. that had all of the NFL greats, including the Mannings in their pajamas and Troy Aikman coming up to, to uh, join in with um, uh, Jerry Rice and Joe Montana. And they were nice enough to let him come up into the clubhouse. That was <laughs> I did, uh, that's my number two. I did not see that one, unfortunately, but that's part of a series. Mm-hmm. And Marshawn Lynch on those Frito-Lay commercials. Marshawn Lynch on those Subway commercials. Oh. I, I'm, I'm loving Marshawn Lynch <laughs> on any commercial. My number two was the T-Mobile with Anthony Andy. Anderson and his mom playing that was good. football. Yeah, Team Mama. And Travis oh, Kelsey. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. Good. At least Travis Kelsey caught a pass in that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Works in the end zone. <laughs> that was fun. That was so good. Oh. Yeah. My number two was the, uh, we'll just say, I want to break free. Mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey, Doritos 3D commercial. Because of the ending where he was inside and then he becomes 3D and then he's stuck. Like, I wasn't expecting the getting <laughs> stuck inside the vending machine. So that one got me pretty good. <laughs> I saw a lot of chatter about that one, but I didn't get to see it. Uh, but I, I know that got a lot of talk out there. All right. My number one, I got to go with the boss in the Jeep commercial. It just, uh, that's I, I want to plant my flag on that one. My number one is also Chris's number one He's for right. one thing. He's right. But... <laughs> It I was, knew it. It was your honorable mention, yeah. and I don't know. My and, yeah, and I we, don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how. What kind of life you're living that it wasn't me was only your honorable mention. I mean, how but, on earth, JP? <laughs> well, you know, I had it in there. Uh, I don't know. Um, when when I got sidetracked with a couple of others that I thought that I didn't think about, and that one just got ah, pushed out. But now I was thinking that it wasn't me. It was so good. It was good. And when when you said an honorable yeah. mention, we both were like, really? I love Shaggy. I love Shaggy because Ashton goes, okay. And he's like, well, that's the first that's time for, that's, that's ever worked. Exactly. <laughs> it was so good. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, that, that one was fantastic. So there you have our top five. Now, I will say there were Sorry, some, Chris. I didn't mean to steal your thunder. It's okay. But, yeah. It's okay because you're exactly right. I, I mean, that's the third time that's happened, that we've had the same number one. We've had, we've had Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Willie Mays. Yeah. And now and, Shaggy slash Mila Kunis. Oh, uh, and I saw somebody on Twitter call, call her Mina Coolis. Mina? <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. What? I, w- I wonder if... Autocorrect guy. How did you yeah, how did you mess that up? Yeah. Uh, I, I will say this. I, I thought the GM Norway commercial with Will Ferrell was really good. I missed that one too. About the electric car and the self-driving car because I'm pretty sure they're going to be making the electric self-driving cars in Spring Hill. Huh. Okay. There you go. There was there was one um one tweet on Twitter. I can't remember if it was late Sunday night or sometime yesterday, but um somebody said Wonder who it was at Cheetos that said, I think we can get Shaggy. <laughs> it's like, all right, we got to pay $5.5 million for this commercial. How are we going to save some cash? Let's get Shaggy. shaggy. Yeah, Shaggy. That's <laughs> uh, genius. We, we can get him. Because what did I tell you the other day? My generation is the most nostalgic generation in the world. <laughs> there we go. Saw you snacking on the sofa. Wasn't me. It wasn't there you me. Go. What did you guys think about the Jason Alexander sweater? I thought it was eh. Yeah, I thought it was 
end, just because, like you said, I, I think that was more more nostalgic. I'm not sure how many folks these days really know who Jason Alexander Especially is. Especially in that, like, I didn't realize it was him. Like, I needed him to have glasses on mm-hmm. or something. Like, it, it just didn't make sense to me. Um, I did like Wayne's World, though. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. that was okay. Uh, Drake from State Farm was in my top five at, 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 at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it actually got pushed out uh, four, five, to nine. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the first time that's ever worked. <laughs> New Cheetos Crunch <laughs> Pop Mix. My, my, my top three all had music. Very, very important music in it. I Want to Break Free. Five to nine, yep. and then it wasn't me. So there you have it. That's our top five. You can vote on our Twitter poll. If you vote and retweet on SM underscore TN Sports, you're entered to win a $50 gift card to Patio West. Hey. Coastal Eats. Hey, Coast. my, my, you guys took me there for the first time, my first time there. Mm-hmm. Great, great burger. Absolutely. Who won last week's? Uh, I, I have I have the name, but I don't know right okay. off the top here. Okay. Um, All right. Tomorrow we will bring you another great show. It may not be as hectic as today, but it'll be great. Uh, we'll give out some hardware in the morning, so don't forget that player team and a scholar athlete of the week coming at you. Uh, thanks to our friends w- at, at WZYX down in Franklin County. We appreciate it. Make sure to tune in tonight on WZYX for that Franklin County Boys Columbia Central game as well. And you can hear that on our sister station on WKRM. Also, be sure and check out the website, sm-tnsports.com, here in the next 30 45 minutes, yeah. minutes to an hour because we're going to have some news on there regarding an area football program. That's correct. Yeah. All right. sm-tnsports.com. Check it out. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports, and SM-TN Sports today, wherever you get your podcast. If you missed any part of the show, it was awesome. Check it out. We have tomorrow, 9 o'clock, for Mo Patton, for J.P. Plant. I'm Chris Yao. Staying, stay cool, Columbia. <laughs>